welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies and we put them on our big list. This is episode 140. We watch The Old Guard, 2020 Netflix original. My name's John. With me as always is Dustin. Hello. And James. Hi, guys. So on this episode, we've heard, I, I've heard from the feedback oh. from you, James. The feedback loop? Because you're the one that uh, is talking to these kind people on social media. That people can't tell her voices apart. Oh, really? I don't think I said that. Well, maybe I did. Yeah, you literally did. I, I can read back the text thread about how we should probably... Oh, no, that's just on Instagram. Yeah, if well... you're on Instagram. Oh. Messaging people. Right. Okay, cut this out. No cuts. Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, because people think I'm Dustin. Right. Or and, vice versa. And then I'm just like slamming Dustin the whole time. <laughs> Being like this, he's a I'm piece of shit. This bitch. fucking chud cuck. That pretentious fuck. Yeah, people, <laughs> chud cuck. People think that you're pretty pretentious online, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Apparently it's out there. Yeah. I heard I like, that you were like actually... chud cuck, though. That's good. You combo. were denied access to a whole bunch of podcasts. They were like, <laughs> oh, I don't want that guy on, They're like, man. we love your show, but that Dustin fuck... Yeah. We don't want that chud, no. That chud he's cuck. A, it's a big no. Yeah. It's just that No. Oh, actually, what we're doing is we're talking, and then I start typing, and the little dots show up, and then, like, I accidentally say D, and, like, I push send, and then they are like, oh, this is going to be Dustin, and then they actually somehow <laughs> delete me, so I can't talk this to them anymore. This is going to be Dustin. We're losing lots of followers. Well, so, before we get into this movie, to having me on the show. <laughs> we're guess. recording this, it's game day in Canada, guys. There's a hockey game on today. Yeah, like two weeks like, ago. Like six of them. Two weeks ago, everybody in Vancouver either yeah. was very happy or very angry today. Don't know. <laughs> so let's get into uh, what we watched. Did we watch anything, Dustin? Oh, going to me first this time. Uh, let's see. I rewatched a little movie called Airheads. You remember Airheads? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Brendan Fraser and uh, mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi and Adam Sandler. We're all rock and rollers here. You look like half a butt puppet. Do you know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends? Don't talk to me about rock and roll. I'm out there in the clubs and on the streets and I'm living it. I am rock and roll. Classic. <laughs> Maybe. Classic. Is it a classic? <laughs> I, I, lo- I don't I, remember I, it. I, I enjoy it. So I, I love <laughs> I love those movies. Like I was on another po- uh, podcast, the uh, Barroom Movies, while talking about Biodome like a couple weeks ago. Right, this fits like, in that wheelhouse. Yeah. I I am totally game for all this. Like, right? Ask for naked pictures of B. Arthur. Yeah. We asked for a whole bunch of weird stuff. This way we can plead insanity later. Number 13, naked pictures of B. Arthur. Excuse me? Uh, yeah, so I had a lot of fun rewatching that. It's, it's pretty amusing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It still worked mostly for me. It's a fun movie because it's like, you know, they go into the radio station and take it hostage so that they can get their demo played on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's just like a whole ton of characters in it. And yeah. somehow it's like it manages to tell its story. It's pretty tight, like hour and a half, but it has it keeps introducing like new people, but without feeling like too scattershot somehow. Like you, David, Ar- do you remember David Arquette shows up? He's one of the people in the radio station. He's like a blonde surfer dude kind of. Oh, no, I don't remember that. I just remember uh, like Brendan Fraser being... Awesome and yeah, super underrated. Brendan Fraser, Chaz. super underrated. Mm, is he? Yes, he had a, he had his window. He was pretty uh, great there. And very I, small. He's window. having a small comeback. He, he was canceled by the Ep, uh, not Epstein. Fucking by Epstein. He was, whoa, he, was canceled, he was he was canceled by uh, uh by Miramax there. Weinstein. Oh. oh yeah yeah. He got he he stood up to Weinstein and Weinstein fucking ruined his career. Hmm. So he's seen a little comeback. Buscemi, yeah, he's great in it. Rex, <laughs> Adam Sandler's great in it. For God's sakes, Adam Sandler, fun movie, masterpiece. James, <laughs> I think James is going to be a, when the history is written. I think James is going to we'll be come right back around. Adam Sandler. We'll be come back around yeah. to James's mm-hmm. point of view. Definitely. Yeah. Anything else you watched? Uh, I uh, I watched uh, the Toxic Avenger the other day. Yeah, the original. Why did you watch that? I mean, because it just seemed like a fun thing to do. <laughs> I actually had gotten all four of them recently. Um, and I was like, man, I haven't watched these in, I don't know, probably 20 years. I've or only seen the first one. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got to see uh, the fourth one, I think, is the best, as I recall. Oh, okay. Citizen Toxie. Nice. Um, but yeah. Citizen Toxie? Yeah. If I remember right, that's the one where he punches a dude's head down through his body and it comes out of his ass and then it's covered in blood and shit. <laughs> this sounds right up my alley. Yes. That's why I'm surprised that you're all like, up. Like, why are you watching this? About Well, it's just... You know, there's so much stuff for Dustin to watch. He's got such a long list of things. It never stops the list. You that, know. yeah. But some of those things are things you got to rewatch. Right. So just to remind yourself how good it is. Exactly. So yeah. those were both enjoyable rewatches for me. Cool, man. James, I watched uh, Frankenhooker. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, obviously. Problematic or. I mean, there's a lot of boobs in it, yeah. for sure. Um, I found What's, it. What does she always say over and over again? Want a date? Going out? Looking for some action? Need some company? No, wait, wait, huh? It's it's Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Got any money? Money? No, I don't. I don't have any money. It's pretty hilarious, I find. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's pretty wacky and out there. Um, I mean, even the opening scene. Where the lawnmower runs her over. <laughs> or he's like playing with that weird brain thing and they never really explain what that thing is. Oh, you have to remind me of that. He, at the very beginning, he has like this brain with one eyeball. And he's mm-hmm. like poking it and trying to like get it to do, do stuff. Do experiment on it or something? And so it's like in his fish aquarium behind him in his room when he's trying to map out how to put all the body parts together. <laughs> the movie's fucking it's, ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. It's fun. Uh, yeah. you, you, sh- you should probably watch that guy's other movies. Uh, Frank and Lauder. He did like basket case and, uh, yeah. Oh, brain he, damage. Whoa, 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 whoa. He, he recorded that green day album. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, just that song just that song no he, oh, or, or, he, oh, he sorry he directed the, the music video when they're in the insane asylum he did something even better than that he made the movie basket case about a weird blob man that's a guy carries around in a picnic basket what's in the basket Yeah, when I when I posted online that or on Instagram that I was watching Frank and Hooker, they're like, "Oh, you need to watch Basket Case." Yeah, I think that's so. people's favorite in general. But I liked Frank and Hooker a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, it's quite me. enjoyable. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Sorry, what? Did I, I say something? Like the, like the response to Frank and Hooker being. Yeah, no, it was, it was quite enjoyable. It was, a, yeah. it was an enjoyable uh, film. Yeah, it was a good, uh, it was a good, good little picture. Yeah, <laughs> it was a tight, it was a tight little, tight, tight little, tight little film. Yeah, I mean it's an hour and a half, so <laughs> it's right in my wheelhouse, <laughs> right in that zone. We have James's one twenty-five to one thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it worked. Cool. So a plus. Oh, nice. Plus. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else you watched? Um, no. Just, okay. I had to watch this thing over again. Okay, whatever. <laughs> well, part, we'll get, part of it. We'll get to I that. skip through all the Ooh. other shit. We'll get to that in a second. I started watching The League. Like, <laughs> again. Again. The League. <laughs> I don't know why. I was uh, I was talking to uh, uh, my stepbrother, I guess. Uh, and he was like all about like how he started watching football. Um, because he got into a football fantasy league. football league yeah i was like oh man do you watch the league and he's like no i hear i have to watch that and i'm like well i mean if you're a certain type of person <laughs> then you should probably watch the league so i started watching the league i just watched the first couple episodes but yeah that moves or that show is pretty hilarious it is really funny it went on a bit too long i think they ran out of some stuff but i really like the league dustin oh love the league yeah that's what i mean that is the show that introduced me to Jason Manzukas, I think. Yeah, I mean, what else would he have been in? Well, I think he was in some other stuff, but I think that's the first thing I saw him in. I actually can't remember now, thinking back, if I had started listening to How Did This Get Made Prior. first or yeah, if I started watching The League you first. You watched The League first. 
Yeah, that sounds right. But yeah. Oh, I did watch uh, Umbrella Academy. Or oh, I, I watched two episodes. New season yet? Yeah. Any yeah. good? Yeah. I think it's awesome, actually. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking I heard it's to better than the... Like, I heard they like improve on the first season. Yeah, I think... Well, the first season is a lot of like setup of who all these characters are. Right. And so now in this season, I mean, I'm only two episodes in, but it's I just think it's it's great like if it wasn't you know midnight I would have watched another one yeah oh you haven't finished it yet no gotta get to that for sure just like the people in this movie Dustin is very old (laughs) except for unlike the people in this movie Dustin is losing his senses because he's a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. I'm not nearly as cool as these these old people in this movie. Oh, back in my day, <laughs> guys are hitting me with these zingers today. Oh yeah, oh, they're really oh, yeah. great. Yeah, we're really trying. <laughs> Some of your best best. We're really, really trying. Fucking, fucking pretty dull. Okay, okay, boomer. This guy. We still doing okay, boomers, guys. I don't know. James, roll that trailer. I have the new one. And. I think she has potential. <laughs> See, you're already healing faster. You're gonna do great. So you good guys or bad guys? Depends on the century. So we really never die. Just because we keep living doesn't mean we stop burning. <laughs> Throughout history, we've protected this world, fighting in the shadows. But it's nearly impossible to disappear in the world we live in today. They're going to lock us up and weaponize us. But they've never faced an army like ours. An army of five. Shit, let's start a band. If we can unlock their genetic code, the entire world will be begging us for the key. You shouldn't have done that. We don't have all the answers. But we do have purpose. Yeah, so uh, I picked this movie, The Old Guard, directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. Wow, you what? chose a poll. Oh, yeah, I chose a poll. That's right. And yeah. I, I mean, I got to be honest, I kind of was hoping Money Plane was somehow going to pull it I out. was really hoping Money Plane. But for whatever reason, you voted multiple times to have this movie. I actually <laughs> forgot that we did a poll. So, <laughs> so why did you pick this movie? I don't know, because everybody's talking about it, and James said it sucked, so I was like... <laughs> well, this is true. Fuck you, James. I yeah. was like, I don't know, I, I heard a lot of stuff on, on, like, I read a lot of stuff online that it was like, oh, this is actually a pretty good film, and yeah. then James is like, this movie, if you heard of this movie, it's fucking garbage, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I heard it's good, so... So fuck you, we're doing it. Oh, well, it's not bad, like, Avatar. <laughs> wow, whoa. I don't know. We're getting right into it here. I mean, Avatar? I'll tell you this. The sequel for this movie is going to come up before the sequel for Avatar. <laughs> yeah, but is Probably. 3, 4, 5, and 6 going to come out? They're never coming out. I don't know. No, they're all... It's I don't like, know, man. No. You have little faith. Oh, I'm sorry. They were supposed <laughs> to come out in 2018, I think, or 2016. Technology's just not quite there <laughs> yet. I think he's dead. Who? James Cameron's, James Cameron oh, James Cameron's dead. dead? James Cameron's dead. This is a situation in which James Cameron is completely dead. Mm-hmm. This is a ploy by big studio <laughs> trying to get in and destroy the theaters. I don't know. Who They're owns- just trying to milk some more of that like, ride money out of the Avatar attraction at Disneyland. Well, it's, not, it's not a Disney movie, is it? No, but there's like an Avatar land at Disney. Oh, so it's part of the Disney envelope. Isn't it owned by Disney? I've, I've lost track at this point. Disney owns everything at this point, right? fucks about that. Why are we talking about Avatar? Let's talk All about right, The let's Old Guard. let's talk about this movie. The Old Guard. The Old Guard. Let me read the old uh, synopsis about this film. All right, so a group of mercenaries, all centuries old immortals with the ability to heal themselves, discover someone is onto their secret and they must fight to protect their freedom. I guess... <laughs> that's the this movie. Yeah, that's more or less. I so I, yeah, like I said, I picked this movie because James I is shaking his head uh, here in the studio. So I 
I heard I, I like I said I, I I heard that this movie was uh was supposed to be pretty good. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty popular, right? Yeah, and it's been quite well received. I mean, like right now it's rocking eighty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seven percent on Metacritic, and six point seven on IMDb. Um, Google Google users ninety four percent like this film. I don't really know how much that really comes to bear on how good the movie is, but. Um, Interesting. IMDb is the lowest of the three. Usually, it's the other way around for stuff. Yeah, but this is that usually happens when people who actually have a discerning eye for a film rate a movie versus people like James rate a movie. Mm. Where mm-hmm. James is an IMDb, whoa, whoa, whoa. James is an IMDb rater. And Are you listening am, to this? Am I? Yeah. This is what no, this is what Dustin told me. This was the oh. Before now you, now you, you weren't supposed to, you weren't, me? You weren't supposed to tell him that. that yes, yeah. that was in private. Dustin was actually Dustin, conversation. Dustin said that like he says that I'm Rotten Tomatoes. Right. He says that he's Metacritic. <laughs> right. And he says that you're IMDb. Well, that's fine with me. That's the way he looks at it. Because we are the majority. <laughs> I might be a piece of he's shit. The, he's the but, voice of the people. But the majority of the people out there are pieces of shit too. <laughs> I'm, so among, I'm, I'm amongst so I'm my proud people. To be I'm amongst my one people. One of those pieces of shit. King of the winos. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought this was a pretty good movie. Did you? So far. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, starts out. Let me think here. Oh, yeah. It starts out with that voiceover with Shirley Theron. She's like. That's a good imitation. Uh, yeah, you nailed it. That sums it up. Uh, the opening scene Every is, now and then. is the scene where we see them uh, d- being shot to death in yeah, that I, room. I actually didn't recognize that 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 was sh- her. Right, because she has like a bullet in her face, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was the bullet throwing you off. I actually thought she looked really different in this movie, and, and actually made me think that she actually just. She's like this. She she's supposed to be this like incredibly like beautiful like sex symbol in everything. But does she ever actually play that role? Uh, well, probably not for a while, right? I like mean, it's been earlier in her career, maybe a bit more. It's been like twenty years. I feel yeah. like I mean, she, she's a she's a beautiful lady. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's Steph, arguing that. Dustin's like, oh, I don't know. He, uh, well, he's sitting wanna, here telling yeah, me I don't want to. She's like an old lady now or something. Yeah, yeah. Dustin's <laughs> like, I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a gentleman. We here, know John. I'm ages. gonna say because he attacked well, me this earlier is true. for my age. <laughs> oh, actually, go back, check the tapes. Let the record show. Let the record show that I go after a lot of people for their age in movies. Uh, going back to Mission Impossible. I mean, he called me a piece of shit earlier. <laughs> I heard. So yeah. it's kind of came in hot today, guys. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, man. I've I, been on another podcast. Though. I'm famous now. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. What was the, what was the point you were trying to make? Uh, he was saying this is a fun movie. No, no I was saying about, that like about Shirley, as, so. as far as like they don't sex her up. Yeah, no, she's not like supposed to be like sexy in this. No, but what I mean is that like for a lot of stuff that she does, that like she she, oh, she seems to play against type in a lot of ways. Like usually a woman who looks like her is going to be like that's kind of what yeah. her yeah. butter is going to be. She's established. She, she's established herself as like an as an action. Star yeah, she's point, and too, she's right? really moved. James actually um, posted a thing on Instagram, yeah, on Instagram, like not that long ago, last week, about mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. underrated action stars. And I actually think that she falls under underrated action stars. I mean, we we think of her as Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. but really she's kind of like carved out her like niche as being. Yeah, I mean, a she's still doing badass. other kind of roles, but she definitely has that part of her career, right? Where well, it's funny. She yeah. does these. These roles. Where See, she's a, I feel though that this movie um, doesn't help her. Yeah, you you're gonna have more negative things to say about. Yeah, this. I just don't, I don't. I think the plot and the dialogue and the way it's delivered is just like I believe that she's a a great action star. I just think this movie doesn't help her. Like you don't think it services. No, her James wants her. Properly. No, James wants her. In a red dress, lipstick, <laughs> high heels. Really? Uh, just, no. Just out there. No, I just think the storyline of this movie is just brutal. Yeah. Well, we're introduced to the. <laughs> well, well, let's. Uh, to this, yeah. Uh, we're I want to unpack that a bit. Like. Uh, okay. Go ahead. 
Well, just like what aspect? Well, you're ta- you're saying the dialogue you didn't care for. Well, but. so yeah, you have that that great action sequence at the beginning, which is like in the first ten minutes or so, which is choreographed really nice. I like the fight scene. I, I like when all they that. go to rescue like the supposed yeah girl. Hostages. Yeah, all that that happens. Um, but then there's like forty minutes until the next action scene. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of story and in between like the. I just don't think the uh, I just don't think the story she she and the like the rest of them are just very like, oh, we always do the right thing, the thing that we think is right. Mm-hmm. But then they're they're like oblivious to the fact that what they do affects things. And when they see at the end, when they show the the clippings, the clippings stuff. of everything, and they're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize. So <laughs> all these things that affect and it's just like. I, I don't know. It, it's almost like a funner version of this is Wonder Woman. Because Wonder Woman has a like, it shows her in different points in time where she's been there and like changed right, yeah. things. Yeah. I just don't think the story is strong enough to push this so, along. Um, oh, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is, is that um, they're asked that question to like, like, who are you good guys or bad guys? Right. Well, it depends on the on the era. Yeah. It, it, well, it depends. Yeah, and I think that what they're trying to say there is that, like, they do what they think is right at the time, mm-hmm. but they're they're still human, in the sense that like sometimes they make mistakes and they back the wrong. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. I so understand whereas, that. whereas what I, I haven't seen Wonder Woman, but what I'm assuming is that in Wonder Woman, she's always on the side of like the good. Yeah, it would be a little more clear cut yeah. than something like one. I think Roman. that what this is trying to say is that they're not good and they're not bad. Like they're this, they're almost like the universe is. This is more than I've ever thought. They're about like this. an A team throughout time. But they're, but they're, they're. <laughs> the, the I'd rather have the A team. Yeah, they're they're like some part of the universe or like if if there's like a, a spirit world, whatever. Right? <laughs> they're some type of. Um, agent that is used and that like manipulates things like in the background and they don't even understand exactly what they're doing but and and i think that what's kind of interesting about uh the way they answer that question and then at the end is that i don't know if they've ever actually considered what their role is in all of this i think it's more like they just see themselves as these things moving through time but in the whole time that they've been around, they'd never thought... And I totally agree with you. And I, I thought the same thing. I mean, they even say, it's been long enough. We need to do something. We need to do good or something. And, and the, I, the two guys. Well, they want to do what what it is that they're good at, which is yeah. to yeah. try to resolve these situations. And I see that. And I think that what's... I think what the movie is trying to show in, in that um, accumulation... Um, what's the character's name? Fucking... Uh, Copley, what he's trying to show is it's supposed to be this thing where like technology and like accrued information has shown now that through the arc of time, this is all of the good things that they've right. done. He's able to look back at everything collected because, into one. Right. And because some of the things that they say, and this is, this is, I think where the movie probably like gets away with it is because they say sometimes that it's generations before the good is shown. So like they save a group of people and then mm-hmm. two generations later, yeah, like one of the kids of that person, those people does something, do something, something important huge. for so like, human, so humanity. Through, yeah. So through time, there never would have been until now, there never would have been a way to connect those things. But now because of all the technology we have, because of like the yeah. data we have like that, we can actually draw these parallels. Right. Right. I, I guess I, I would think since they've been around so long that they would almost be on the cutting edge of everything. Like they would have been there and maybe it's just stuff that they just, maybe at one point they were like, I don't know, very wealthy or whatever. When we meet them, they're sort of, um, they're in a downtime where they haven't been active for a little bit. Yeah. Um, And also at least two of the four characters are getting to a sort of very jaded p- 
point of view at this point. Like they're feeling very cynical about their efforts. Um, they think, you know, they see all the bad shit that continues to go on in the world and they think that what they're doing isn't making a difference really. Right. And so those guys are supposed to be how old? 500 years old? Yeah, hundreds of years. Well, I'm talking about Shirley's Theron specifically because she is like at a point where she is basically wants to kind of quit doing what they're doing. Right. And then, yes, Booker, uh, the guy who, spoiler alert, later on in the movie is like a bit of a Judas. Uh, He's also feeling like very, I think, depressed about his existence, right? And about what they're doing and stuff. Uh, I get what you're saying, though. Like, okay, uh, I, like you, had already watched the movie once before we decided to do it for the show. Yeah. Um, And the first time I watched it, I was pretty eh on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hate it, but I was just like, yeah, it's not the greatest. And I did see a whole bunch of flaws. And I think there are a lot of flaws with the movie for sure. And some of those are script related, I think. Like there's st- sometimes the movie feels uh, rushed at times, like certain ideas that they're trying to deal with. Mm-hmm. feel just like we got to get this out and through so that we can get to the next important beat, right? Right. And then other parts feel very drawn out and just like this is, you know, like this is getting dry and like it just feels, feels a bit sloppy to me. Yeah. But watching it again this time, I definitely did like it more. Uh, I do think there's a ton of problems and we can start to break some of that stuff down, but... I think you're right, John, what you were saying about how they aren't, haven't looked at their efforts in that way. And, and th- what you're saying about the technology is totally on point because yeah, they're, they're collecting, they're finally looking at it in, in a collective way where I just talked it about is s- cheesy though, like on screen when they're like, oh, like looking at all their accomplishments and I don't, yeah, I don't think there's a cool way to do that. Cheesy. I just talked myself into up in my rating for this movie. So thanks a lot, James. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, like fuck, That's what he's here for. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the fun stuff in this movie, though. I want to talk about like the first the first scene where like we see them just get like blown away. Yeah, and and we're at that point when I was first watching it. I was watching it with my dad who. Who quit watching it at this point? Yeah, he's because like, he's goddamn nihilist. And I didn't realize that it was gonna have this kind of element to it. Where like I just thought it was like, oh, it's an action movie, and these right. guys are like some kind of, you know, uh, guerrilla or not guerrillas, but like uh, uh, militia or whatever. Yeah, he's just like witchcraft. So I'm done. Well, then when, yeah, as soon as they got sh- they get in that room, they get like brought to that room, and it's yeah. also that they can be filmed. Yeah, uh, and they all get shot, and then they get up again from being killed and at that point I was like oh this is what's happening what like I was totally surprised by that oh you didn't have so I had, had no, no I had idea. nothing oh, I knew okay. nothing so you never read the comments and my dad anything. was like the fuck is this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so he was done at that point mm. uh, no I hadn't read the comics I'm definitely interested to read the comics but uh, so is, yeah is so a, I was taken by surprise by that sorry is it Marvel or DC I don't think it's either I think it's uh, oh my god is it victory <laughs> It's a Greg Rucka. Uh, I don't know what he put it out on. If it was Image or Dark Horse or, what, or IDW. No. Well, he's the good one. <laughs> I mean, I do find it funny in that scene, though. Like, So they all die, and then all the guys that shot him are like, oh, yeah, all right. So I don't think they have yeah. any idea. Yeah, no, they, well, weren't, no, they, they weren't told I, anything. I don't. I, you know, what I'm thinking is that like they're just fucking mercenaries they're, they're fodder like they don't yeah, care yeah. no no i i got That's the that. word i was trying to think of a minute ago when i said militia as mercenary i i got that but you know they slowly stand up and they're like oh shit oh what uh, would you uh, do though? like you I, might I, be surprised but i'd probably start shooting again yeah. probably shoot them okay so so this is like uh okay so the way you you react to this scene sets the template for how you're going to react to the rest of the movie I loved this action sequence that happens right after. Yeah, I think it's a and great action it is, sequence. I think it's so fucking tight. Shirley pulls out her axe for the yeah. first time. <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's that it's like I don't know. Like I always call it gun kata because right. This is definitely trying to be in the John Wick school of definitely. I mean, action. where he has the shotgun on the ground and shoots that guy in the oh, face. Yeah, yeah. Shit, like, like that stuff is awesome. I like and, and like that gets. To for me, that gets a huge like bump. So like I'm willing to forgive a lot 
Wow. Because of stuff like that. When I they, understand. And, and it's and it's cool. And it's just like, I, I get why it's not maybe that great. But like for me, it's just like, I love that shit so much. So do I. I just wish there was way more of it. Yes. I mean, there is more of it later, but there's it's weird because um, certain sequences seem like they put more effort into making them Definitely. really good than others. Yeah. Like just some of the action sequences fall a little flat and some of it looks a little more sloppy and roughshod mm-hmm. than other sequences. So like that opening, like we're talking about really well done. Uh, there's a part later where, uh, and what, how do we say her name? And Andrum, uh, Andromaki of Scythia. That's her name. Shirley's Let's call her Andy. Andy is what they call her for short. In the uh, there's a sequence where, uh, the two other guys, Joe and Nikki get kidnapped right. by, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor's, uh, team. And then she goes in and she like this slices is at the it. church. Yeah, and I thought that one was a well done one. But then you get some other ones where it's like, oh, like there's like a pause almost, like you know the classic wait the guy that's gonna wait to get beat up while right. you yeah, beat someone else. And they and talk kind of about stuff. this a lot. Actually, I, I haven't watched a video from them in a long time, but like there's a fucking YouTube channel where they like break down like visual effects. Yeah, and they break down like action sequences and stuff like that. Um, and they talk about that when they talk to stuntman, like stuntman react or whatever. And they're like, here's a great action sequence. And it's like, you know, some fucking dope Bruce Lee movie or something like that. Uh, here's like this Star Wars like scene. And it's like, okay, so this these people are fighting and then there's like a, a ring around where like no one's doing anything. Mm, they're waiting. They're, they're just they're watching. They're just watching. And it's like, why would you ever make a scene like that like have everybody in movement yeah. at all times yeah. right and like that does suck when you yeah. see that. and i mean i don't think it's like super egregious in this movie necessarily but there's just there's a couple points where I, I don't know it just felt like there wasn't a consistency to the quality necessarily of the action through the whole movie yeah so it was kind of up and down for me in that regard yeah what's the uh the navy or the army uh girl? nile Nile Kiki Lane so the introduction to her character was interesting I thought that sequence was pretty well done where she gets killed for yeah the first time. I thought that sequence was well done until after when all of her right. uh, her other soldiers start treating her like some kind of weird freak and yeah so usually these people you train with you kind of like have a really close bond right and Which all we this see, we see that before yeah. she gets killed so right? all of a sudden this happens and you just instantly are like we're watching like an x-men movie or something and it's like you're a freak yeah so, they're treating her like she's like an alien or yeah a weird, yeah a weird freak i don't get it so i'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate like i don't know how much i believe this stuff but i'm just trying oh, to, I'll, I'd get, okay. I'll play i'll play the opposite it's by it's, it's written by Bruda baker by the way um no, brew baker no it's greg rucka oh that's pulp forget it okay so i'll play devil's advocate to this i thought that this took place in like fucking marvel or dc like where there's, there's a world of like you know for lack of a better term like magic I guess. Oh, so you were thinking like, um, like other other superpowered beings in this reality? Possibly, yeah, yeah. But like to understand it with like, there's no super, there's no superpowered people. Mm-hmm. Just these immortals. Like that would be. I'm not saying. <laughs> look, if I was hanging out with somebody and they got their throat cut, mm-hmm. and they came back and were like 100. Yeah. I would not shun them. No. I would be like, I am be, your be, best you'd, friend. You'd probably be fascinated with them. Yeah, and I'd be also <laughs> be like, I will like do it. Can you just be? But like, I I think that we're supposed to, supposed to show is that like she's just like different, and like different people are are shunned. Like, well, I, I, I think the the movie needs her to be immediately distanced from these people that she was connected to. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that she'll be more motivated to be part of this new group. I think if they, they took her and they put her into some medical tent or whatever, and then those people, um, her friends tried to see her and then they were stopped. Oh yeah. 
that would make way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, if they were like, like, let us see her. And they're yeah, like, and no, like, you can't. And they, and they broke her out. Like that would like make way more sense. It would make way more sense. Cause then it would show like, there's like this camaraderie and there's like, there's this like deep, like yeah. there's this deep sense. Cause they do go from like having that bond that we see yeah. in that sequence. And then afterwards they're like, get away from me. You. Yeah. Your bag's <laughs> packed. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. So, I, I, I think I agree you're totally you. right. Yeah. Like I, I would have liked to see that too, where she's not shunned by her like crew She's she's more like liberated from. Yeah, it's it's just so stuff like that. I just don't understand. It also would have made sense that they would have known. She sorry that um, Andy would have known where she was because this also pissed me off. I was like, oh, where the they fuck? get this sequence where they all wake up from having the yeah, dream. I got that, but she's got like all they do is they're like, it's this, it's this, it's this, and then she's yeah. What did you see? And like the, they're there the next. She's there the mm-hmm. next day. Yeah, yeah. But if it had been like a thing where like she was like, there was like cables going out. Like we've like, to where were they have supposed to have rescued those hostages from that they that they, that they didn't exist. I have no because I don't think they were supposed no to idea. be like maybe super Africa far away. or something. They're not. They're not close to each other. Were they not? No. Okay. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of holes to be poked in, in this particular script. Like, because you're creating this new mythology, there's all these questions that it raises that, you know, are not answered in the movie, which you don't necessarily have to do all that stuff. And, and because obviously they've planned for a sequel with this, um, you know, probably some more of that kind of stuff will get filled in over time. But it is one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, okay, but what about this? What about this? Yeah, but do you need that many flashbacks to try to explain everything? Oh, the fla- you didn't care for the flashbacks? Well, there's a lot of flashbacks. There's, there was a bunch. I think you asked a really important question earlier in this podcast. Like, why did I pick this movie? And I was like, I want to make the funnest, funniest episode we've ever done. And that's why you and chose I this think one. that we are fucking killing it right now. <laughs> yes, definitely. Let's talk about the fucking action. I want to talk about people getting shot in the head. But yeah, there's a. I mean, there's just a lot to talk about in this movie. I feel like. Well, but like that's my problem. If you got so the beginning action scene, I'm like, yeah, like if this is what the movie's going to be like, then mm-hmm. like it's going to be awesome. But then. 40 minutes later is the next action scene. So yeah. it's, maybe it's a case of trying to stick too close to the source material. I haven't read the comic, but it feels like there's a lot of story that they're trying to get in. There's a lot of information. So I have a theory on this, actually. Um, so I have a friend who's a coffee roaster, uh, and we're talking about different coffees, and I was like, oh, if I'm going to drink, I don't really drink coffee anymore, but if I drink coffee, like McDonald's coffee is like the only coffee I would, would drink. And he's like, well... He's like, so that's pretty interesting. What I heard is, is that McDonald's spent like a really, really long time, like getting like the really, really good beans. But what they, what they do with those beans is they, um, like they're really, really high quality, but they, they, they came up with a roasting method to make the most, um, what's the word? Neutral coffee you could ever have. So mm-hmm. they take really high quality ingredients and they just make this coffee that is like completely down the middle, down the middle. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not great. It's not bad. It's just coffee. Like yeah. It is just like the most whatever. And I feel like that's what Netflix is doing to film <laughs> in a lot of ways. Well, it's it- an, it's, it's the Netflixing of film where they're, where they're being like, how can we make this the most which I completely agree because that's yeah. what extraction was like, and and that's what I really felt while <laughs> watching. Yeah. I really felt like while watching this movie, I felt like this is a cool idea, cool people, lots of money, mm-hmm. but it do, never. Do we know how much the, they spent on this? Just I'm curious because no, I, I'll look. It I up. feel like um, from a script, from a story perspective, it's a, a pretty ambitious movie. From a the way that it's filmed and the and the delivery, like the production value, isn't really where you would want it for this kind of movie. I feel like, like if if this was a theatrical release, there would have been more money. Obviously, it would have looked 
better. It would like it would have been because this doesn't have a very distinct look to it either. The way no, it's filmed, it, it feels like an in between made for TV and theater. Yeah, theater. or so, made for Netflix, right? Yeah, <laughs> or made for Netflix exactly. So the internet says seventy million, which is low. That's pretty low for especially for a superhero type. Which is what this really and, but, is. Yeah. But I, but like, I think to my point where 70 million, okay, I, I think that you could have had some smaller names in here and you could have. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, mean, other than Shirley's Theron, it's yeah, not like they're it's all packed pretty. with, I mean, Chuatel is a respected actor, but he's not like yeah. a marquee actor. You're right. But um, what I, I, I think my point still stands where I think that they're trying to make these movies that are really appealing to the most people, but they're not great. Like the night comes for us. I, I keep going back to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is also apparently I, I was listening to another thing and they said it was a Netflix co-production. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't buy yeah, it. That, that, oh no, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't, I can't see Netflix making a movie that's that violent. <laughs> violent. Well, the thing with Netflix is, it's kind of a race to survive. So they'll put out almost anything. And that's why you see a lot of movies on Netflix that are just complete trash because they'll, they just want to pump out as much as they can and they want to survive. I mean, they have, they have put out some good stuff. They, you know, I think they also, yeah, put out a lot of just meh or, or, or outright shitty things. I feel like though in the last like year or two, they've just been pumping out so much original stuff like net it has the netflix logo on I mean, it are we talking movies or series i'm talking about Both. anything just anything it, like it's just there's so much on there now oh yeah there's I, you can't keep like you couldn't possibly keep up with i that. did want to catch up with you dustin um what was your opinion of the kissing booth too <laughs> I, I didn't even i didn't even know there the, was a kissing booth one <laughs> dustin you were a big fan of the first one <laughs> Actually, I, I know nothing your, about those movies. Secrets out. I know nothing other than that it yeah. seems really weird to make a movie about a kissing booth. <laughs> yeah, I have no, I've never even heard of By this. By the way, why do we live in a country in which kissing booths, Canada, I don't know, but in America was always a big thing with kissing booths, right? You heard about them in like TV shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you'd see them in like a Charlie Brown comic strip or something. Okay, so why do we live in a, why do we live in an area, in a place? Why do we live close? Like, we're similar to America. Why do Americans live in a place where it's okay to pay for kisses, but you can't pay for a prostitute? Well, now we're getting to the putting deep, that out the there. Questions. Well, putting it out there. You sell your body. You sell your body. Is I what mean, I'm a kiss doesn't have penetration. It does penetration of your, your fucking tongue. Well, but usually those kissing booths are like a kiss on the cheek. Or, they kiss me. Okay. Well, John's kissing booth. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's they're they're coming to this. Uh, there is a little Powerful action. Over here. There is a little action sequence between the church scene and the opening scene, where which I actually thought was kind of cool uh, when Niall and Andy fight on the plane when she's got her on that. That was a fun fight. fight. It was a fun fight just because the close quarters. Uh, I mean, that's a really that's uh, that's like a minute. It's, it's, really, a few, it's, it's like five it's, minutes. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. It is. I just watched it. Earlier. It's five minutes. It's five minutes long. That's a long. That's. It doesn't seem that long. I'm with James on that one. It didn't feel that long. I mean, I do like the like you don't speak Russian. Yeah, yeah. I like that little. Oh, it comes the, back the in a cheese, a major cheesy way at the yeah. end of the movie. You think he speaks Russian? <laughs> Which was I thought yeah. that line was like really out of place at that point at the end. Uh, yeah. What is what's the actual. Uh, Oh, play dead motherfucker is what yeah. she says. Play dead motherfucker. Which I was like, that's from like a totally different type of action movie, right? Like we yeah, love it totally cheesy is. lines like that yeah. if it's in an Arnold movie or this, something. This movie is trying to be really serious. It did feel very yeah. forced. Yeah. A lot of that stuff did, but. I was like, I don't think that was what was called for in this movie based on the tone. Now, uh, I do think this idea of this villain who we don't see her really until the very end of the movie. In fact, like kind of the after the end Mark Zuckerberg that guy yeah Mark Zuckerberg no I didn't understand was, uh, was that the girl that was in the yes in the in the underwater that's her like Iron Maiden her best friend yeah I thought that was really cool like this is the one thing I do like about this movie is there's, there's a lot of cool ideas that are thrown out and they're not all dealt with necessarily in the best way wait wait but there's, can we back there's some up? cool stuff to think about Like, I don't understand like she's the villain 
I think she's going to be the supervillain of the well, next movie. She, yeah, in the next movie, she'll oh, be okay. the villain. But like, she wasn't a part of this. She wasn't a part of this. No, we other just see the, the flashback. It's one of the flashbacks, which I thought was the coolest of the flashbacks, where her and Charlie's Theron are getting like hung for being witches that over and funny. over again, and then they 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 try burning them alive, but then finally they're like, oh, we're gonna separate them because that they must be getting their witch powers right. being together, and they put the one girl. I mean, it's pretty genius. And sink her to the bottom of the ocean. I was like, man, that would drive you completely mad, insane. Like she drowns, dies, comes back to life, drowns, dies. Yeah, for like hundreds of years. They said five hundred, five hundred years. That's uh, like that's like the most hell hellish thing you could possibly think of. The the problem with her coming back though is it fucks with the whole mythology of the show of the movie. How so? Well, because it's supposed to be that like a a guard dies when a new guard arrives. Well, it doesn't clearly state that. It's sort of like um, once Niall becomes the new member of the team, later on we find out that Andy has lost her immortality, right? She yeah. gets stabbed yeah. in that one fight. In the church, yeah. Yeah, and then later shot and then she's not healing anymore see I, but it doesn't clearly necessarily say that when one a new one comes another n- one leaves no it kind of implies that though I, I think this would have been a really good tv show like if they made this into a series yeah i think it yeah, would have been probably would have worked better it would have worked way better because then you could have broken it up and tried to explain different aspects yeah because there's just so much that you're trying to there's, do there's too much now the the benefit is like you're talking about with umbrella academy You've got a lot of that origin stuff out of the way in this first movie, and in the second one, potentially, you can move. Now that we know what all the rules are, what who the players are, we can move forward and not have to worry about all that shit. Maybe the second movie uh, will be a big improvement on this one. I, I mean, wow. that would be my hope. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't know. They find better villains. Like sh- I think the villain lot- in this is. The shits. Yeah. He fucking sucks. This guy's Merrick. a fucking loser. Like so, some somebody should have just pull the knife out and just fucking stabbed him in the neck. And then well, he like, gets an axe in the neck. I know, but earlier, like he he sucks. I feel like he's, he's so cheesy. He's a character from a different movie, though. He's, well, he's, he's supposed a, to be like a, very, a Bond yeah, villain yeah, or a, or, yeah. or a comic book villain, or a com- but not yeah. in the tone of this kind of like what they're doing in this movie, right? You guys are so fucking right. Like he, he's, he's just like good a on paper, <laughs> like yeah. steepling his fingers, yeah. kind of like rubbing Zuck- his hands together. Yeah, he's like Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Yeah, so exactly. Mark, if so, we're he's even doing a TED talk. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we are. So say we're in the old guard, right? And Mark Zuckerberg is our enemy. We we kill him so fast. He yeah, he's not surviving. He's fucking Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, he has a team, a security team. Yeah, which let's let's talk about that team. That team sucks. That, that like head of security guy. Keen. What, what's the fucking point of that guy? Well, they don't they don't give him any kind of role, really, right? What they should have done like, is they should have made him an old guard that they didn't know about. Well, that would have been cool. Right? Although I mean I don't know how they w- I mean if they have dreams whenever there's another one that shows up. I mean that I mean that's what I was talking about like all the questions that arise from the mythology they've created. Like, why do they have these dreams? What, like are, why are they all warrior people that become these immortals? Yeah. There's just a lot of stuff. I think there's a, like a messed up twist that you could have had where with all this information that, that one ex CIA guy, he can like trace back Andy and the team, like all the Mm -hmm. way back. That at some point they got that girl that was like in the ocean. Yeah. And they took her up. Oh, yeah. And they've been experimenting with her. And the head of security is like a mix of her blood. And they try to like, you know, figure out how to like make him have the same powers. That'd be cool. But it doesn't work all the time or something. Oh, and gee. they. Or, or certain aspects yeah, of it certain work, a- but others yeah. don't. Yeah. Think, James, come in with the heat. I like this. I think that would have made more sense. Yeah, because as it is, like the security guy is just muscle. Like he's just there to enforce. But he doesn't that- even really fight until the end. There's like mm. he has a gun 
on the door and then he gets shit kicked and his neck broken. Okay, yeah. I do like the way he dies. Though. I do like he the gets, way he like, dies. Spiked into the ground like a fucking football. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah, that is pretty sick. I I agree with James. I think that uh, that they should have they need to give him more up front. Yeah, well, to show why were, he's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? and if you were more invested in hating him as a villain, then that football spike would be even more like exactly. Yeah. Or <laughs> you could also give fucking Mark Zuckerberg um, some kind of power as well, like right to show like why he's elevated to where he is. Because like he's just this Elon Musk fucking loser. Yeah, he's like evil genius. Where it's just like, a, oh, dude, it's very like, typical. You suck. Like I can just sneeze on you. You're probably gonna fucking die. Like, yeah, you suck. It it kind of goes against what a common trope is in a lot of these action movies. The toughest guy to kill is either number one or number two, mm. and both these guys are easily killed. Yeah. So once, who once is this, uh, once they don't have the upper hand and they've got them as hostages. They're not much of a threat anymore, right? But there's yeah. no actual like fight scene where Andy actually gets like beaten down. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, you have that scene. Well, they where also kind of. Oh, sorry, finish. Me. You have that scene where the hero gets beaten down. And you're like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. and like, are they going to be able to recover? Rise up again, and well, then it, they, yeah, yeah. Like you need mini bosses. It's like a video game. Yeah, you need to have mini bosses, and then you need to have like the big boss. And this movie doesn't really do that. It does it more like just a fucking gangbang, where it's just like mercs that are just like shooting people in a in a. Yeah, I think they also miss an interesting opportunity with Andy once she is no longer immortal. Um, it would have been interesting to see her actually become a bit afraid at that point. Of now, it's really if I die, I'm fucking dead. Like that's it. And I know we're supposed to think like, oh, they've kind of been waiting to die for like. Well, yeah, forever. she's that old. In fact, I think I read something about like, in the comic books, she's apparently supposed to be over six thousand years old. So that's a long time. That's a long fucking time. But it would be kind of interesting to but see. But wait, an angle, Dustin, like, isn't the world only like three thousand, four thousand yeah, no, years old? Wait, don't, no, don't. Uh, wait, is the creationist stuff getting <laughs> smaller? Yeah. The window of no, I don't understand. D- Dustin believes that the Earth is two thousand. And 100 years old. Oh. It's 6,000, you guys. Jesus. He believes that <laughs> Jesus started Earth. But wait, when does Jesus ride the dinosaurs? Well, right at the beginning. Oh. Around, around there. When he was a baby, stupid. Oh, sorry. Um, but I, I don't know. It just would have been interesting to see some measure of fear because they're like, oh, when they first escape from the lab room, uh, they're like, oh, protect Andy. Like, you know, circle around her. Because now if she gets hit... Like, she's going to bite it. Yeah, she's dead. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like, now they've got to kind of protect her. Yeah. But then immediately, she's like the first one to go through the door. She's like, start fuck shooting this. people. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, I get on the character level, like, we want her to be an ass kicker. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what people want to see her do. And yeah. she does fucking kick ass. For sure. I mean, you got to you gotta appreciate her swinging an axe. And there's no doubt. But it's just like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, she should now... They should now be like, we're going to make sure she doesn't get fucking shot. Right. I know. I I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I think we've talked enough about this movie. Well, you get I mean, wanna, what uh, else is there to talk about about this movie? Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Shuatel, who's a great actor. I just feel like he's played this same role like three times now kind of thing. That's the CIA him. guy? Or? Yeah. The former yeah. Copley. He plays it in 100 Years a Slave. I'm 12 years a slave no. I mean we don't talk about that guy's backstory in this that his wife his got wife had cancer. died and that's why he had got them captured I actually okay, so can I I want to talk about that for a second weak. I actually kind of really like that that so explanation he's trying to do it for her honor because it's not to do it for her because she's dead no but he wants to help save other people in the future if they do experiments to these immortal people find out what makes them this way potentially then they could find ways to extend people's lives right he's former CIA so he has no soul you're telling me he's he's fucking like dumb and idiot to what they're going to do to them I think that he's pretty it's pretty silly and then and then as, as soon as they they come and they take Andy and they take Booker away and then he's like oh what have I done kind of thing like 
this was a, such a mistake I made. And like, like he just immediately switches uh, back. I like, know. It's just like, give me a break. Yeah, that I whole think... sequence too, when Niall comes in and she's like, where are they? And she's got the gun. And she realizes Booker has betrayed them because he didn't put bullets in the gun. Where are they? Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, who are you? And then to show him who she is, she shoots herself in the foot. Why would she do that? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> like that was one. And of it's the... like, oh no, another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, just like that. W- why would that be a way, what? You, how you would demonstrate something I, to him? She's tough. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. It's just because it's quick to do. It's in the movie to keep it like rolling. But so it's also is that she's she re- regenerates so fast where it's like. So the the one thing I'll say about that that doesn't make any sense is that. They say that you still feel human pain, which right. means that yeah, it hurts. It would. I've been I've stubbed my toe and had to sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and like and had to sit down for a while. So I imagine that if I shot myself in my foot, I'd have to be like. Well, you just have to train yourself. She's been a fucking immortal for like an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, well, true. This so so she's not fucking, she, she's not built up a yeah, tolerance. She spends to. one night in a cave and all of a sudden she's fucking like Dracula. Like <laughs> you just started, bitch. Just like calm down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other movie I was thinking of where he played a, a similar role was uh, Children of Men. Uh, where he was like on the team of the people that was trying to oh, help. Fuck. Yeah. The, the pregnant girl. That's a great movie. And then movie. it turned out that he was like a secret it's bad guy. Blew my mind. <laughs> I love that movie it's a great and I need movie. to watch it again. Close to perfect movie. Yeah, that sequence in the Yeah, you just hate that at the end there's hope, right? Yeah, Ugh. that's the worst. Fucking Dustin. Oh my god, you're the worst. <laughs> Do you have any soul left? Yeah, you're a fucking boomer bitch. <laughs> now I'm a boomer, which I'm I'm not, but You are a boomer. Okay. You're the closest <laughs> thing to a boomer in this room. Yeah. So you're so a boomer. You're, so you're the honorary boomer. Yeah. You're a boomer, you fucking um, boomer bitch. What's the other movie? There's another one, I swear, that he... Oh, it was Salt with uh, Angelina Jolie. He does a, he's a similar Yeah, I didn't that. watch that. Not a that big... That movie sucks. Oh, we'll do, a, it. we'll do it next. Not a big Jolie <laughs> head. Show. Did you just yeah. touch me? <laughs> oh, sorry. What the fuck was that? You COVID? I was reassuring you that it's we're going to do Salt. Also, since when do we touch each other? Ever. <laughs> this is what boomers do, Well, look, right? I know you have these like, rules. I've been where you've been. What are you, been? a fucking youth pastor? I know you have these <laughs> rules about... Touching John, but <laughs> I just had to break it's it. It's super weird to get touched these days. I hadn't thought of that. No, it's fine. I don't mean I'm not offended, but like it is kind of weird if you think about it. This is true. You don't really touch people anymore. Yeah, I mean, people are the worst. I got some theories about people this, are guys. the worst. I got some theories about what's going to happen downstream. <laughs> Let's just say this save here. that for your other podcast. Uh, the other ele- <laughs> the other element I wanted to bring up that is the worst thing about this movie by far. There's is women the f- in it? Is the fucking music. Oh, yeah. The music is... Oh, my the God. Abs- it's the fucking yeah. worst. Yeah. It, 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 the, it's the, so tonally mismatched from did, what's happening on screen. Did the DJ from 21 Pilots fucking <laughs> pick all the movies? This thing fucking sucks. It's brutal. Like it's, oh. It doesn't feel like it suits the mood of the movie at all. Like, it's so yeah, bad. It's and, so bad. I agree. I'm totally with you. Uh, I couldn't. I just every single song was just shit, absolute shit. I yeah, I watched it with uh, captions on. Oh yeah. So I was lucky enough to you saw the lyrics, the... S- see the lyrics, but also to see the <laughs> see the artist when it started. Oh, it tells you who the it artist tells you is. Who the artist is? So you write any of those down for oh. us? So I could uh, check out to check them out later. Bra, all of them, from <laughs> all down. Some was there some Imagine Dragons. <laughs> On there, I remember last time you said you were a big uh, a dragon head. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, big, dragon, head. pretty big, dra- pretty big dragon head. Um, yeah, I was chasing playing. that dragon. That's what they call you. you know, you follow them on tour. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna go see uh, Twenty One Dragons and and uh, sorry, 21. 20, 21 Dragons. It was it was a Twenty One Dragon salute. It was the tour I was gonna go see. It was it was Twenty One Pilots and Imagine Dragons playing. Oh, that in, is a double yeah, headliner right there. I was gonna go see them in Vegas. Uh, I, it was actually the uh, the the it took place at a pool. We're all in a pool. I would have been in a pool when it happened. I thought that was pretty fucking awesome. But, nice. pretty sweet, you know, I, I skipped that. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, actually, COVID I? just ruined a lot, eh? Like this summer, I was gonna check out the the Three Eleven Smash Mouth double oh. <laughs> headliner tour. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, no, you know who? Uh, you know what's funny is that I think this was the actually the twentieth anniversary of um, uh, Heart in a Blender. It was the Heart in a Blender tour. This is Eve not. Six. A, this is absolutely not a joke. It was the <laughs> it was the twenty year anniversary of Eve Six. Uh, Heart in a Blender tour was going to kick off in Bellingham. Ooh. This year, uh, at can a I, casino, I imagine. Can I tell you something that's really, that really fucking sucks? That I just found out today is that there was going to be a tour that was going to be in Vancouver like t- tomorrow. It was going to be Thursday, cursive, and so I watch you from afar. Interesting. Was going to play the Vogue on like August eighth. It's a bummer. Which is like the like that feels like a. It's like, a very interesting lineup. Yeah. It feels like a fucking knife in my like liver, like, <laughs> and just somebody turning it. Like, I would have paid a lot of money to see that show. But now you could go see. Uh, but now I'm save going, that money for the next. Imagine I'm saving Dragons that for the tour. next Dragons tour. Twenty one Dragons. Uh, Twenty one Dragons. <laughs> yeah, uh, they co-headline. Yeah, yeah. Twenty one Dragons. That's the sequel to Five Deadly Venoms, right? Yeah, Weezer shows up, just plays new shit. <laughs> Only plays new stuff. Weezer, they have a. It's hey, we're playing the Red album in its entirety. <laughs> Hi, we're playing Hurley. You guys like that pork and beans? <laughs> hey, we're Weezer. We're playing Hurley in its entirety. Oh my god! Sit down. You aren't allowed to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so James is like, we're just gonna cut all this. <laughs> Are we? Oh, I guess we can't do box office because this just came out this year and it came out on Netflix. Yeah, there is no box office. There's none. Uh, I can make it up. I did enjoy this more on the second viewing. It's by no means great. I think it's way overhyped. I think people are. I don't know. I, I'm not. I just don't see why it's as loved as it has been. Um, I I honestly all I rewatched was the action scenes. Fair enough. So. Um. There is some good story stuff in here. I think there's just too much. And some parts work and other parts don't. And then you've got this, you've just got an inconsistent thing at the end of the day. So. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't hate it. I, I certainly had more fun with it on the second viewing, which I was not expecting at all. When we, I found out we had to watch it again, I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> I just didn't want to. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's decent in my opinion. John? Uh, yeah, this movie is a straight ha- one-third banger. It's, uh, <laughs> one third one of a, it's one third, third. of a banger. <laughs> yeah, this movie, so not. This movie fucks a couple times a year. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's good. It's it's fine movie. I, I'll give them... Are we doing ratings? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you didn't say your numbers. I haven't said them yet, no. Um, all right, well, let's rate the movies. I'll go first. I picked this movie. I did, but I, I think I went a little too high. Okay, so let's rate this movie. Uh, me, I've been I'm back and forth. I'm back and forth. I think just like the movie, possibly on further viewings, I'll, I'll have a clear idea of what I thought about it. Um, I really hope the second one kind of like picks up and and, and does better, like James said, um, as Umbrella Academy did. But I give it a six and a five point eight. I have the exact same score. Six reaction overall score ends up being a 5.8. Uh, the, there's some decent stuff here. I'm hoping the sequel will be less encumbered by plot stuff and it'll be able to kind of just take off. Yeah, I'm not that hopeful with the... James I don't G- know about the sequel. James gave be his that much better. favorite rating, 6.9. <laughs> uh my reaction's a four overall, three point six. Holy Christ, James! Yeah, you really disliked it. Eh? Yeah. I really didn't like it. I would not recommend it to anyone. So, what does that give it overall, James? So, overall, a five point one. So, this is tied for ninety second with <laughs> Tango and Cash. Oh, top one hundred! <laughs> it's in the top one hundred of all time. Of all time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Who wants to go first? Fuck. Um, I'll go last because it's my movie. Okay. I think I had more fun watching Tango and Cash. Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> um, 
I think the old guard is more ambitious for sure. I don't know. I, I'm torn, but I'll put it behind Tango and Cash just because I, I mean, found that to be more entertaining. Tango and Cash, you get like that sweet shower scene. <laughs> yeah, and you got that awesome truck that John liked so much. Yeah. Guns on it. I mean, you, you got that race in the quarry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's not to like? I definitely like Tango and Cash more than this movie, so it goes behind Tango and Cash. Action sequences above Tango and Cash. Like, straight up, those action sequences are fucking dope. Like, they're really good. Um, it's when that, they're, like... When they're good, they're, they're good. Yeah, like, it's that, it's that modern, uh, like, really heavy choreographed, stylized, like, ballet style. Like, John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, action sequences. I know we should probably coin a term for, for what that is. Um, it's gun fu, gun fu, isn't it? No, I I call it gun kata. Yeah, well, gun kata was the equilibrium thing. Equilibrium. I think I think nowadays people say gun fu. Okay, um, but I think that Tango and Cash is a funner movie overall. Like, I'd rather like sit down and watch that movie with like people. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't ask much of you. <laughs> no, I do have a lot of hope for this in the future, though. That like that this could kind of. Like they could, it could roll out to be like a series of films that is really, really good. I'm definitely, I would like to check out the comic because, you know, you can see how it would work a lot better as a comic. Yeah, very much. I totally agree. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Before we get to the the where to find us, whose pick is next? James. Yeah. So what are we watching, buddy? This is a tough one. Should I go Arnold or Van Damme? <laughs> neither. Oh. oh, neither. We, I guess we had a Van Damme not that long ago, didn't we? Yeah. We haven't watched an Arnold in a long time. All right. We'll do Running Man. Nice. Haven't been watched, haven't watched that in a while. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. So uh, check out Running Stephen Man. Stephen King's Running Man. <laughs> Watch that uh, to get prepped for next week. Um, please check us out on Instagram on... I'm not gonna no. Just check us on Instagram. Check us out on uh, our website, actionactionpodcast.com, Letterboxd. and on Letterboxd, Action Action Podcast. Uh, watch Running Man, and we'll see you next week.